Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode on the Think It Through podcast. Podcast that states there is no truth until you decide what truth is, and we're here to help you think it through. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. And as promised, I have tediously gone through the executive orders, and you're going to hear me as I do that, because you'll hear me walk you through and say that this is ridiculous several times. And it was because the things that I'm finding is just not, it's just not adding up. And you're going to have those people around you and your family. They're, they're going to hate you that you don't believe the way that they do. And they're going to push their, their, belief on you and say that this is nonsense and you know why um can't we come together and heal and you can't heal when you know that the foundation that someone is standing on is built upon a lie and no matter how they try to sugarcoat it and they may be nice with you and they may love you and respect you but when you find out the truth for yourself that is what makes the total difference and it hurt because the person that i'm referencing is my mentor and i love her dearly but um it's cool it's cool because i really feel that people will start to get it over time as more more and more these executive orders get signed people are going to have to start asking themselves the real question is this man a president or is this man a dictator And I'm always going to say, is he a valid president or dictator? Because I don't care what you say, the constitutional, constitutionally speaking, you have to be sworn in at 12 o'clock noon. And that did not happen. You mean to tell me out of 45 different presidents, they do their thing at the right time all these years. And now all of a sudden we don't because somebody wants to rush that's bullshit to me you don't do that you don't there was no reason why he had to have rushed there's no reason why kamala should be swearing in your secretary of the treasury outside when they are supposed to be sworn in in the u.s congress there's no reason why your appointees had to have been sworn in virtually over the TV. These people were down at the Capitol calling for impeachment of a president that they say that they removed on the chamber floor. And now all of a sudden you have a quote-unquote new president and he has to swear everybody in virtually no, 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 no. And there's no there's no valid reason for it because if these people can get together and rally together to call for an impeachment and they stay, they don't feel that they're threatened because they stayed at the Capitol on January 6th, even though bad actors came in and did what they did. You can't tell me that there's no reason why there's there's a there's a reason why your new session in Congress they took a week off 
you cannot tell me why that that is valid no there's a lot of shuffling of the cards there's a lot of happenings going on behind the scenes and you you can either pay attention to it or you can dismiss it and dismiss your whole country at the same time that's where I'm at with that I don't have time to argue I don't have time to hold your hand and make you see what is so obvious that something is wrong in this country and it starts at the top with number one everybody keeps on blaming Donald for the last four years but yet I don't see nobody holding the media accountable I told y'all before that the media was going to be the the reason why America comes to her end I told you guys that because they're projecting onto you false narratives and then the more and more they repeat the bullshit to you you think that this shit is real no this shit is not real if you don't understand what operation mockingbird is you lost if you don't know what yellow journalism is you're lost if you don't understand how the word conspiracy theory was even brought up in the 1970s after the whole um, uh, JFK thing uh, that took place and took his life, then people were trying to question that. You, you're lost. So anything that is happening now your cognitive dissonance is going to kick in and you're not going to be able to comprehend what I'm saying on this podcast. That's why I said you can tell a friend tell a friend to tune in because they might just learn something from us. Because this is not just my platform. Yes, I am your gracious host, but this is a platform that is going to grow with your help. We don't have to agree. But I know what I know and I know what I've studied. And none of what I studied, I'm taking from the mainstream media. I use it in the, when I do take things from the mainstream media, it's to validate what I'm saying so that people who are still on the blue pill, the ones that just won't wake up, I give it to them and I show it right back at them. It ain't no sense of being arrogant or cocky. It's to let you know and alert you that something is wrong tantamount something tantamount is wrong from the people that we elected to how we are doing business in this country to the very man that is sitting there now with with such a health crisis and no one there to help him these people are in it for the money and the money is what's, what, 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 what is the root cause of this because we have duly elected officials who have sworn an oath to to their good faith of this country and to carry out the laws of this land but yet they're doing the opposite because they're making a few dollars on the side and when your administration could give away our democracy at the stroke of a pen 
and can be puppeteered by another country. That's wrong. Now, the media nitpicked and nitpicked and nitpicked at Donald for four years that this man was a puppet of the Russians and he was doing all of these things. But when the chips fell, there was nothing. But when the chips fell for numero uno, Joy Basement, we can't talk about it. We can't validate shit. We can't do certain things. And to me, that's bullshit. Straight up and down. This man that's sitting there now, he don't even know where the hell he at. And if it wasn't for his wife, he wouldn't even be there. So I'm going to share with you my findings. And it should really hit home as to why what's going on with this administration you should definitely be picking up the phone you should definitely create online petitions and you should make petitions the old fashioned way and you should be able to create think tanks hell invite me I would love to see what you got going on in your community I would love to Uh, That's why I've extended myself and I've given you my phone number, my text number, so that you can strategize with me. I don't have all the answers, but I have all of the evidence and information to share with you in hopes that we can think it through. So with that, sit back, relax, and let's see what I discovered. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode on the Think It Through podcast. Podcast that states there is no truth until you decide what truth is. And we're here to help you think it through. And as promised, I promised y'all on my last episode when I was checking in with y'all that I was going to do my due diligence. And I was going to go ahead and walk you through the executive orders as signed by President Biden and all told the man has over 45 items that he's entered into the federal register which is where I'm getting all of this information that I'm sharing with you from this isn't me going to any news outlet this isn't me going Uh, to any third party sources I'm going right to the government I'm using tools that everybody has access to and I'm using tools that you need to start using when I shared with you all my sentiments of how I study and how I research and how I take notes I use books that are based in history as a mechanism for record. I use other podcasts. I use documentaries. I love documentaries. That is my ultimate source uh, that I like or a medium that I like 
in regards to books. I'm a visual person, just as I am a, um, a, a scholarly person. I love to decipher and analyze and think. That's why my hashtag in the public forum is think critically. One thing that my father always told me to do, he always told me to ask questions. And when you ask or formulate a question, what are you doing? You're thinking. You're thinking critically. You wonder why there's a push now for science and technology, but we're moving further and further and further away from liberal arts. Liberal arts deal with the mind. This is where you find philosophy. This is where you find logic or logical reasoning. This is where you find critical thinking. You need to use your mind and not in a sense of a span of 15 to 30 seconds like you would see in an Instagram reel or a Snapchat or a TikTok. We have to up the ante of our brain power to think. This means silencing the music, silencing the social media, silencing the news. And this is some roll up your sleeves, go and research type of time. We don't have time to be playing and it's time to disseminate information, proper information, in hopes that you are sparking someone else's intellect to get the ball rolling so that we can liberate ourselves. You are in a critical time right now. I've always stated to you, and I'm going to say it again now, you are in the middle of an informational warfare. Some things you can research on your own. Some things you could go to the horse's mouth, in this case, the government, and you can read what it is that they're posting. Not on the social media site, but I'm talking about .gov. Go to .gov websites and see what it is that they are posting. You have a right to look at something called the Federal Register. The Federal Register is just that. It publishes documentation from all parts of the government including the library of congress the information that i am presenting to you right now came from the federal register under the executive branch i am only sharing with you the executive orders there are proclamations and memorandums that uh joy bribes has signed into law but you can, you can, I'm giving you the tool so that you can go and research it on your own. So I'm saying it once again, you can, you can look up the federal register. You're going to type in, in the search bar, you're going to type in executive orders. You're going to see a whole litany of executive orders. And it also includes the memorandums and proclamations. On my list, and I probably skipped one or two, but on my list, executive orders that this man has signed, he signed 28 and counting because there's a backlog 
from the time that he signs it to the time that it is published, which is usually two to five days, two to five business days later. So I want you to sit back. We're going to, we're going to uncover this because I think that is, it's absolutely ridiculous. I think that, um, he himself said that, and I'm gonna pull up the quote because when I, when I quote you, when I quote, when I quote you, I like to quote you right. Now this man said that anybody who would be, uh, shooting off executive orders is not a president. They're a dictator. But yet this is the same man who including executive orders, memorandums and proclamations. This man has a total of 48 executive pieces of legislation. So who's the dictator? Is it him or is it his predecessors? Who is it? Because he said that he said that if you were spouting off executive orders that you're not a president, you're a dictator. So it's safe to say that he himself must be exactly who he was referencing. Now we're going to go in the order that it is, it is, uh, posted online. We're, we're, we're going directly from the federal register and we're going to go in the order that they have it published. Now, the first one that he, his first executive order that is published with the federal register is called executive order one three nine eighty eight. And its title is preventing and combating discriminations on the basis of gender and identity or sexual orientation. Now I told y'all on a couple of episodes ago that I took, I took problem with that because if we're in a so-called pandemic then wouldn't you address the pandemic first that was my issue with it and he specifically targeted transgenders so because of that my thing is if you're going to highlight them then what is the repercussion for these transgenders that come up abused or they're getting killed i have transgender friends so in an effort to be fair they are human no one no one deserves to be ridiculed because of their sexual preference or what they identify as but what do you do to address them specifically because there's a lot of transgender girls and 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 boy or, or men that are coming up killed and nothing happens it's registered as a hate crime but hate crimes don't usually translate into criminal charges I want to say that hate crimes are usually just civil. You shouldn't get a slap on the wrist if you kill someone because they're transgender, especially if they pose no threat to you. A lot of people have to grow up and mature sexually to understand what it is that you're dealing with. If they give you a full disclosure as to who they are, let that be that. If you continue to decide to 
continue to engage with them, you're doing so at your own risk because they told you who and what they were. Now, for transgenders who like to hide their identity, you should go to jail. If you are knowingly out here playing with the minds of your sexual partner and you transmit a disease, a sexually transmitted disease or something like that, then you should go to jail. Period. I don't believe that transgenders should have to walk around here and say, oh, I'm a transgender. No. Whoever you're mating with, that's who you should tell. That, that, totally. But you also, at the same time, to all my transgenders that's listening to this, you have a right to be protected and you have a right to be respected. I just don't agree that the first law in the midst of a pandemic that should be what we address if you're not going to criminalize or specifically speak to transgendered people and make them feel welcome and specifically talk about, you know, if someone kills these people, if they harm these people for no other reason other than you're belittling them or mocking them. That shouldn't be tolerated. Now, I don't agree with transgender people playing in uh, sports. I don't think that transgender females should be participating with biological females only because your biological structure does not submit itself to your expression. You can express all day, every day that you are the opposite of what you were born into, but your DNA does not say that. And as, as such, your DNA is still going to treat you like the entity that you were born into. So if you were born a male at birth, that's me. That, that is something that you cannot change. Now, as it pertains socially and how you act and how you maneuver, yes, you have a right to express yourself, but on a scientific level, that's never going to change. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that, but I don't think that brolic, (laughs) masculine, transgendered females should be running track along natural women. The two can be mutually exclusive and still be correct. And I'm saying this out of respect. I'm not saying this to belittle you or pick on you or anything like that because our platform is not about that unless you a murderer or a child rapist those only people that i discriminate against but everything else it uh, we can we can we can negotiate on but i do think that y'all have a right to be respected but i also think that you need to we need to go further and if you're going to address uh sexual discrimination or gender identity be specific okay so that was that was my first gripe that I I had a problem with. Um, number two, and remember I'm reading this in the order that it is found on the Federal Register. That's that's where I got this information that I'm sharing with y'all. I am only reading. 
his executive orders. He had Joy Bribes has executive orders, memorandums, and proclamations, all to the tune of forty-eight, or uh, I want to say over four. It's over forty-five altogether. All three, all three types of documents. Um, executive order thirteen, protecting the federal workforce and requiring mass wear. This is where he gets redundant because some of these things could have been bundled together. Um, uh, an executive order on mass wearing. He doesn't give an end date as to when this is supposed to end. So we're perpetually supposed to be just be walking around with masks. I take an offense to that because Dr. Fauci, who these people are listening to, this man published a paper or co-authored a paper in 2008 or 2009. And he himself said that the Spanish flu was not the, the death toll of the Spanish flu was not brought on by the virus itself. It was brought on by the bacteria in what? Mask wearing. So this man has done a complete 180 on everything that he stood on and said just a decade ago. And and I promise you all, and I've, I've shared this with y'all, this is about money. This is not about your health. This is not about science. And this is not about uh, yeah, public health. This is not about that. This is about money. Because I shared with y'all what the World Economic Forum was and how they needed a great reset and that the moving parts of it was public health and the financial wherewithal of the G20 countries. That's where that's where all of this comes from. This doesn't have anything to do with your health. You naturally, as a biological human, your body purges itself every winter. Your body has a right to cleanse itself, and when it does, sometimes the pace, depending on you and your genetic structure and how you treat yourself, you're either going to have a bad cold or you're going to have something slightly mild. But everybody, every now and again their body goes through a purge and more often than not it happens in the colder months that's just a matter of real science okay number three executive order 13986 ensuring a lawful and accurate enumeration and apportionment pursuant to the decennial census now this is where you have to And I'm going to tie this into another executive order that he has. You have to be sure as it pertains to the census, because you do know that the census is the way it's structured. Now there's money involved because they have to know how many people live in what district and all of those things congressionally. And I'm going to tie this into the 2020 uh, midterm elections. You have to understand that when there's a census count, they need the census count to be right because the government allocates money based upon the population's needs. That's why they want you to participate with it. That's how it's supposed to be structured. 
But if you're counting illegal immigrants, you are basically budgeting in money for people that are not authorized to be here. That's a problem. So y'all need to watch out for that. And that's executive order 13986, ensuring a lawful and accurate enumeration and apportionment pursuant to the decennial census. Number four. Executive Order 13987, organizing and mobilizing the United States government to provide a unified and effective response to combat C-19. Y'all know what C-19 stands for. Uh, And to provide United States leadership on global health and security. Once again, these some of these executive orders you're going to hear... Uh, as we get through, some of them are redundant. He could have took the same wording and made one or two executive orders. This is, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Just frivolous. Um, executive order 139.85, advancing racial equity and support for underserved communities through the federal government. Now, this is where I take issue with because you know, on this podcast first i'm a so-called african-american that's what you would say i am i know that i am indigenous to this country and to this particular landmass um and that's just a matter of genealogy and history i know where my folks come from i know what they did so i know that i am autonomous to this landmass i am blackfoot and Cherokee Indian and powwow Indian. Those are all ethnic uh, indigenous peoples along the east coast of the United States, in particular, the southeastern portion of the United States. So um, having said that, if we're advancing racial equity and support for underserved uh, communities through the federal government, I like that. I'm going to give them some points. I'm not going to beat them up too bad. I like the racial equity portion because we've always said racial equality, equality and equity is two different things, but I don't see no money attached to this. I don't see no money attached to this. I don't see no land attached to this because you don't know how many homestead acts and land grants this country has given to foreign people, which is your Czechoslovakians, your Polish people, your German people, uh, your Spanish people, all the people that came over here, uh, your Hungarian people, all of these people have gotten land grants when they came over here and they got help to be in the position that they're in now. But now when it comes down to, I'm going to say the R word, so don't lose me because I'm going to bring this full circle, you know. Um, When it comes down to this particular order, I don't see anything in it that, that talks about resources. (laughs) it's like a total misnomer yes we should advance racial equity and support for underserved communities because oftentimes the underserved community 
is the African-American and Latino communities that make up this country. But where specifically are we going to advance that racial equity? I thought that was what affirmative action was for. See, this is ridiculous because it's getting redundant. Like, if you're going to be specific about something, which is what executive orders are supposed to be, you have to put in there the resources that we're going to use. Don't give a blanket statement. Yeah, we need to advance racial equity. How are you going to do that? How do you make that tangible? Remember, I told y'all before, tangible's 2020. And now I'm telling you now, tangible's 2021. When are we going to get the ball rolling on some tangible uh, resources so that we can advance racial equity uh, in underserved communities in this country? How are we going to do that? That's it's blank. Um, let's see now. Number six, executive order one on one four one ending discriminatory bans on entry to the United States. And this is where he begins to reverse his predecessor's executive orders. Now I, I got to break this down to you and I'm going to repeat this again. I am reading this from the Federal Register. This is the government's publishing house where you can see all the laws and all of that stuff. The Federal Register is where I'm getting this information from. Now, this is where Joey Bribes, he begins to reverse his predecessor's executive orders. The issue that I have here is that that's illegal. When a president issues an executive order, you cannot tear it down unless you have a reason for doing so and you have to go before the Supreme Court. Once again, that's that's like another, he didn't broke like five laws in like 90 days. (laughs) Easy, easy, easy. Um, when he tried this and I'm, I'm going, I'm called, I'm about to call a spade a spade. So hear me clearly. When Donald wanted to do this to Obama, the court told him, no, you cannot do that. And what was he trying to do? He did try to repeal the affordable health care act, which a lot of people call affectionately Obamacare. What he did was in order to get around that he created an executive order where he reduced the economic burden on certain medications a lot of people that i know both black and white all of which these people that i'm referencing are elderly their medication costs dropped because of trump's executive order But, like I'm saying, in regards to Executive Order 10141, he tried to take away Obama's executive order. And the court told him that is unlawful and you don't have the precedent to do so. So why the Supreme Court is not stepping in and stopping Joe Biden from doing the same thing? Because according to my count, He's reversed, I want to say, 10 to 20 
uh, executive orders by his predecessor, that is unlawful. You cannot do that. Now, he can make his own executive orders, but you cannot revoke or rescind someone else's because that's illegal. If it's illegal for your predecessor to do so, then you shouldn't have the same right to do so neither. That's being fair. Now, number seven, executive order 13993, revision of civil immigration enforcement policies and priorities. This is yet another executive order that Biden stripped away from his predecessor. You that's unlawful and that 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 in itself is ridiculous. You just going to like cuz you don't like something, I'll just I'll just rescind it. You cannot do that. That's unlawful and that that's not that's not fair. And this man campaigned on uniting and uh the soul of America. How can you say that, but you are, you're not showing no type of unity. If you are nitpicking at certain executive orders and I got one on my list and we gonna get real deep with the one that I got on, on my list as it pertains to regulatory budget. Um, number eight, executive order thir- 139.90 protecting public health and protect, Protecting the environment and restoring science to tackle the climate crisis. Now, this particular executive order, 139.90, I didn't put it in my notes, but I'm saying it to you now just by reading the title. We need to keep an eye on this because who is in control of the science and climate change? Big tech. Okay. You got to keep an eye on that because these people are in it for the money. Climate change is real, but the way that they're propagating it to you is fake. There are certain things that are happening within our solar system that we don't have no control over. And it doesn't have anything to do with humans. It has to do with, uh, cycles, solar cycles, And because of that, because we are a solar being, we're a solar body in this particular solar system. When certain cycles happen, it it causes friction. And when friction occurs, you do get a rise in uh, global temperature. But that's something that we can't control. We don't control that. And it's also, and I'm telling you, 139.90, that's going to be a slush fund. Watch. Just watch what I say. It's going to be a slush fund. Okay, now, number nine, Executive Order 139-92, revocation of certain executive orders concerning federal regulation. This is yet another order where he reversed his predecessor's executive orders. He reversed, with one executive order, he reversed six. Now, I took the time and I went to the executive orders. Now, I need you to get your pen and paper if you haven't already had that. You can rewind, you can rewind what I'm saying and you can back up and you can um, write down the executive orders. Now, this we're talking about 139.92. 
in this particular executive order, Joy Bribes erased six executive orders. Now, what were these executive orders? Let me give them to you. 13771, 13777, 13875, 13891, 13892, 13893. I'm going to say it again. It's six of them. 13771, 13777, 13875, 13891, 13892, and 138.93. Now, the first two, 137.71 and 137.77, dealt with job creation. Okay? The executive orders that was on the books, those two executive orders made it so that you could not, the government could not just erase um certain governmental regulations that dealt with job creation you cannot do that you just can't you just can't throw that away without going through the necessary channels on regulatory obligations to this country so if you say i want to like the keystone pipeline that uh, joe biden got rid of he got rid of over 11,000 jobs with the stroke of a pen on his first day in office. Had he kept 1371 and 1377 on the books, he would have had to go on to the certain heads of labor and homeland security and the secretary of commerce and they would have had to have a powwow on what makes sense. You this man just stripped all of those people that were working on pipelines and there's lots of pipelines in this country and just told them y'all don't have a job no more that's illegal that's illegal you cannot do that um then we have the other ones that i mentioned that dealt with money why would you say, why would, why would this man strip away those other executive orders? Because we have identified, and, I, and you got to go back into the podcast and you got to listen to me break down our hostility with China. The FBI, I think two years ago now, either two, three years ago, identified the Communist Party of China as a hostile nation. Why? Because they admitted that in their agreements, their trade agreements, that when you do business with them, you are doing business through their military. We are a competing nation. So if we're doing business through their military, by default, who are we benefiting? Their military. Now, what does this have to do with the governmental regulations? I'll tell you why. And as it pertains to budgeting and spending. and We are budgeting and spending money to benefit a hostile country 
If there's no regulatory oversight on spending and budgeting, what are we doing? Just like they passed this $1.9 trillion relief package that in it is supposed to include the third stimulus, which I take issue with because they said 2000 the Democrats pre- promised 2000 now they're at 1400 Some people are speculating it's only going to be 1000 And they're lowering, and this is according to Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders said that it was certain Democrats who wanted to lower the uh, limit. <laughs> this is what y'all voted for. Y'all voted for a whole shit show and it's, and it's playing out. But if we're doing business with a hostile nation and we're spending money without no regulatory oversight, we are printing ourselves to death. If you don't have governmental regulation on who's doing what in certain checks and balances, then what you have is you don't have a government, you have a banana republic. And that's what that is. And like I said, it's unlawful because if Trump can't do it to Obama, then why is the court letting it happen to allowing this to happen under Joe Biden? That's not that's not feasible to me because what's good for the goose is good for the candor. And this ain't me propagating it to you. I'm getting this from the federal federal register. This is what is published. Okay, executive order. This this is number 10, y'all. This is the 10th one. Executive order 13989. Ethics commitments by executive branch profession <laughs> personnel. <laughs> now, he in this specific order Joe Biden is addressing the revolving door of government and gifts. But if you listen to my uh, episode about two episodes ago, and I break down for you who's who, when you look at the appointees that he has in his cabinet, all of them are a revolving door. Look at Janet Yellen. Look at his defense uh, uh, or his his intelligence uh, appointee. Look at his commerce um, secretary. He has a, in his executive order, once they've uh, been appointed at the federal level, once their tenure is done, they have to wait two years before they can get rehired in the same capacity or to another position. But the problem that I have with that is that everybody in Washington has shuffled the cards and did a little dance and made lateral moves to different departments and don't nobody say nothing. This is why you have the same people that are propagating you to death on bullshit 
And the things that we should be entitled to and allowed to have, we don't have them because you have the same people that are responsible for 9-11. They're responsible for Enron. They're responsible for the Gulf War. They're responsible for the Iraqi War and certain things that have been going on since the 1970s. These are the same people that's telling you that there's a problem with government, but yet these are the same people that's in government. So, and if this is the case, then (laughs) you got to look at Biden's family by default. (laughs) These people, and it's already been put out there by the FBI and in the intelligence community that his whole fucking family got over three and a half billion dollars from the ccp so you know it (laughs) it's mighty funny he comes out with this now but yet he is he's a fraud he telling y'all that yeah we're not gonna have no revolving door and we're not gonna accept the gifts but his whole fucking family accepted a gift from a hostile country and that is executive order 139 89 so that y'all could go look that up and tell me if I'm lying and you're gonna say uh, and I gotta keep on repeating this so that it sticks to y'all I am reading this from the federal register when you get to the federal register you're gonna look in the search bar and you all you gotta do is type in executive orders and everything will come up for you and like I said, you can hold my feet to the fire. If you want to text me, you can text me. You can text me at 440-782-0226. You, all you got to text is Think It Through Podcast. And then you can text me what you want to text me. Don't call me, but you can text me. And we can we can, we can can have a further conversation about this. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm putting it out there to you so that you can go do your own research. Now, 11, Executive Order 14,000, supporting the reopening and continuing operation of schools and early childhood uh, education providers. All he's talking about is that he wants to basically do contact tracing and mask wearing uh, for the kids to go back to school. That's all he wants to do. And testing um he didn't he didn't specify what kind of testing we know that kids get tested all the time for educational purposes but uh if he wants to test for this c19 then my child won't be going back to school because i don't believe in that because they have not conclusively came up with an accurate test to test for c19 that's the long and short of it moving on now executive order 13998 promoting uh C19 safety and domestic and international travel. Once again, some of this shit is ridiculous because he could have made certain uh executive orders in one package. He doesn't have to separate them if he's talking about the same thing. So, like I said, this could have been reduced uh, and put put together it didn't have to uh take up multiple executive orders this is how you know that 
he couldn't have thought about this all by himself and he really doesn't even know what he's signing because if he's reading what i'm reading it this could have been condensed he didn't have to make as many executive orders um let me see 13 executive order 139.97 improving and expanding access to care and treatments for c19 now here's the thing when the frontline uh healthcare workers came out those doctors that came out and they were trying to give you a different perspective as it pertains to this pandemic and certain precautions and medicines that you could take uh that are readily available to you including hydroxychlorophyll or whatever it's called hcq or something like that um these people have risked their lives to come and tell you what it is that you could do to protect yourself. You don't need an executive order from Joy Bribes or any other president to mandate that. And here's here's the piece that I want y'all to take away when you hear me speak of these executive orders. The name of the game that they're pushing for is that they just want an end all be all to be these vaccines period they even had an article you got to look it up there was an article talking about well there was a mutation uh of the c19 virus and people that were doing plasma treatment so any other alternative than you getting a shot from certain vaccine makers it's just it's no it's a no go for in their eyes if you're not going to get a shot from them then everything else is just poppycock to them and that's bullshit because you have a right to your autonomy and you have a right to your individual sovereignty whatever you feel is good for you is good for you you don't need the government to come in and tell you what is good for you you don't need that so access to care and treatments for c19 remember now this is where i take issue with 45 i take issue with the fact that he did give a hundred million dollars to gavi gavi is a partnership between uh fauci and the bill gates foundation and the uh the institute for health look up what gavi is they got a hundred million dollars for the for for as a think tank and as a hub for these vaccines i don't agree with that i've never believed in vaccines and even now more so i really don't believe in them uh because it's it's proving itself to be uh more headache than what it's worth it it really is protect yourself as best you can out here and stay away from these allopathic uh medical providers uh moving on 14 executive order 139.96 establishing the c19 pandemic testing board and ensuring a sustainable public health workforce for c19 and other biological threats now 
this is where I have to pull your attention away to 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 in a roundabout way to get you to think as it pertains to viruses and outbreaks I want you to go back and reference a film entitled outbreak and contagion and I want you to watch those two films as it pertains to viruses and uh, biological threats now here's the kicker when you read that particular executive order they're telling you that they're planning for future biological threats and if you've paid attention to the technology and where it's at now and these algorithms they are simulation and projection models on basically anything And the fact that they keep on telling you what it is that they want to do and how they're going to do it. And then when it happens, oh, you're a conspiracy theory or a theorist. That's bullshit. What is the biological threat? Because as we can see now with this pandemic, it has only been 0.003 up to about 1% fatal. I'm going to say that again. This C-19 that they claim that people have become stricken with has only been 0.003% to 1% fatal. So all of this extra shit that's in these executive orders as it pertains to this pandemic, or which is really an epidemic, is bullshit. So there's a greater... Uh, situation here at play and I implore you please please read on the great financial reset as outlined by the World Economic Forum and for those that are new and just hearing me for the first time what is the World Economic Forum the World Economic Forum is a think tank that is sponsored by the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund. Those two entities is where your money is distributed from. They are the banks to the banks that you bank with. They are central banks. Okay, moving on. 15 executive order 13999 protecting worker health and safety once again it's ridiculous and redundant he could have put these executive orders together moving on 16 executive order 13994 ensuring data driven response to c19 and high consequence public health threats once again it's ridiculous you can put this shit together save yourself some time and save that little brain the little bit of brain capacity that you got left and put the stuff together this is like i said when i'm what i'm telling you about the algorithm and how they can project that's exactly what this this particular executive order is about whenever you hear data 
think of data as an algorithm data is very precious and that's why they came out with the contact tracing act so that they could uh monitor your whereabouts as outlined by agenda agenda 21 and agenda 2030 which comes from the united nations so go look that up you can look you can look at it on the united nations website that's where joe biden got his slogan from build back better because build back better is in the agenda 21 that's where he got it from so we're not uh, uh with him at at the helm we're not a sovereign nation we're going to be a global nation because they want to usher in that one world government remember he's the transitory guy he he's gonna hand us off to china uh <laughs> 17 executive order 14001 a sustainable public health supply chain now i gotta pause here i didn't write this on the paper whenever you hear about a sustainable public health supply chain he is not specific and the reason why i deal in specifics is that everything with me is explicit you know exactly what i'm saying and and what is it directed at because of him reversing certain executive orders it should give you pause because i already told you that this man has been bought off by china as did many of our congressional leaders that's a fact you can go research it and you got to research that at the local level because your mainstream media at the national level didn't pick it up but the information is out there if he's been bought off by China, who we know is the distributor of 80% of our medication, who's to say that this public health supply chain is not going to be coming from China when I already explained to you that China has already been identified for years now as being a hostile nation as it pertains to the CCP. Yeah, moving on. Number 18, Executive Order 13995, ensuring an equitable pandemic response and recovery. Once again, he's redundant. <laughs> I'm not even going to say, I'm not even going to be funny. Uh, moving on. 19, Executive Order 14002, economic relief related to C19. Uh, he doesn't give a number. And if that's the case, he sh- if, for that particular executive order, he should have given a specific number and how it was going to be dro- broke down and who's getting what. But, you know, he can only do so much it, with his cap- mental capacity. Um, executive order f- 14003, protecting the federal workforce now once again this is an order where he's reversing or rescinding or revoking trump's executive orders with this one 14003 he's revoking four previous executive orders those executive orders are 13957 
139. Now, the reason why this is important is if you have, if you are anybody who understands sovereign law and you pay attention to uh, this corporation, then you know that this corporation, known as the United States, is bankrupt and insolvent and went bankrupt on November 3rd. Yes, the corporation known as the United States is bankrupt and insolvent and no longer active. And under a corporation, you get what? Federal workers. Donald took that all out because he wanted to restore the republic. There's a difference between a corporation and a republic. Hence, there are two constitutions. The Constitution of 1776 and the Constitution of 1871. Go look it up. One's a republic, one's a constitution. I mean, uh, uh, a constitutional republic and one's a corporation. The corporation that we're under is now defunct and insolvent. So he, Joey Biden, is trying to protect the bureaucracy that came along with this corporation. Moving on. Executive order. 1404 enabling all qualified Americans to serve their country in uniform that is self-explanatory so executive order 14005 ensuring the future is made in all of America by all American work all America's workers that's a tricky one because of who cut his check moving on executive order 14006 reforming our incarceration system to eliminate the use of privately operated criminal detention facilities <laughs> that's fine but he said no new ones. But what about the ones that are already on the books? See, this gets into the 13th Amendment. <laughs> 24, Executive Order 14007. President's Council of Advisors on Science and Technology. Now, he says in this particular Executive Order 14007 that he's going to limit it to 26 members. The question that you all need to be asking yourself is who is these 26 members? Because like I said, who has the most power in this country? Big Tech. 25 executive order 14009 strengthening obamacare basically no strengthening the affordable health care act uh this is revoking uh his predecessor's executive order 137 and 13765 and 13813 uh those orders dealt with the over counter drugs uh making making sure that the drug prices were low for your grandma and grandpa but since he re revoked that they're going to go back up 
All right, 26, Executive Order 14010, creating a comprehensive regional framework to address the causes of migration to manage migration throughout North and Central America to provide safe and orderly processing of asylum seekers at the U.S. border. And the first thing that came to mind was child trafficking because coyotes, no matter how y'all tried to be little Donald Trump, he was trying to let y'all know that coyotes are people who traffic or smuggle humans uh, down through the border. Uh, and the next question that you need to ask is, why is the government uh, trying to worry about one's movement? That's that you need to watch that executive order one four zero one zero, creating a comprehensive framework to address causes of migration. Think of FEMA and what their <laughs> their real agenda is. Uh, executive order one four zero one two, restoring faith in our legal, <laughs> not lawful, immigrant immigration system and strengthening. Uh, Inter integration and inclusion efforts for new Americans. Basically, we about to be a home to millions of unlawful immigrants. That's basically what that is. And Executive Order One Four Zero Eleven, establishment of interagency task force on reunification of families at the border. And the question that you need to ask for one four zero eleven is who built the cages, Joe? Who built them? See, now he got to go and undo all of the shit that him and Obama did as it pertains to immigration. You know what I'm saying? Problem, action, or problem, reaction, solution. Um, stick around because I'm going to come back and I'm going to break these last three down. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode on the Think It Through podcast, a podcast that states there is no truth until you decide what truth is, and we're here to help you think it through. And as promised, I was going to break down the last three executive orders that we were going over, and that's 26, 27, and 28. And if you are wondering where did I get this information from, I got it from the Federal Register. Now, according to the Federal Register, Joe, Joe Biden has a total, which includes executive orders, proclamations, and memorandums. He has over 45 and counting. Now, he himself said that if a president is making executive orders, they're not a president. They are a dictator. So what does that make him? Now, I find it very <laughs> telling that his last three executive orders that are registered, which is Executive Orders 14010, which is 14010, 14012, and 14011, they deal with creating a comprehensive regional framework to address the causes of migration uh restoring faith in our legal cough cough 
not lawful uh, immigration systems and establishment of interagency task force on uh, reunification of families. The question that you have to ask yourself in this particular instant as it pertains to these three executive orders, which could have been bundled together because it's, it's, it's redundant. The question that you have to ask yourself as it pertains to child trafficking. Child trafficking is usually brought about at the southern border. Okay? And the cities that it targets is Phoenix, uh, Texas, parts of Texas, parts of Southern California, parts of New Mexico, Las Vegas, Atlanta, parts of Louisiana, okay? You have to ask yourself, who built the cages? <laughs> oh, I'm just having a little fun with y'all. But who built the cages? Obama and Joe did. Problem, reaction, solution. See, he's gotten a lot of pressure. Talking about Joey Basement. He's gotten a lot of pressure because the, the media was made to believe that Donald was the culprit of separating these families. But when you understand how sex trafficking and human trafficking work as it pertains to our precious, precious, precious children, you will understand why the children had to be separated from these adults. Because if you know what a coyote is, a coyote, we're not talking about a four-legged animal. We're talking about people, usually men, who are paid to smuggle people, in most cases children, along the border for means of sex trafficking and organ harvesting. So, logically speaking... These nasty people, when you start getting into satanic ritual abuse and the dark arts and dark rituals, they use children. You can watch a documentary called Bohemian Grove. If you don't know what Bohemian Grove is, you need to go familiarize yourself with it. But when you understand the nitty gritty of what sex trafficking is as it pertains to our children, a lot of times most of these children that go missing if we're going to include illegal immigrants it's usually the children who are being trafficked along the border there's lots of tunnels where they smuggle children and furniture and certain um ways that they do it along the border that has created a problem See, we were propagated to believe that Donald was creating a fence so that he could keep, oh, keep those, those poor Mexicans out. No, most of the time, 
And I'm not saying everybody because you got a right to come to America if you want a piece of that American dream and you're being oppressed. I'm not saying anything against that because the Statue of Liberty says, give us your hungry, give us your poor, give us your weak or or your sick. You got a right to come here, come here the right way. But a lot of people who are at the border, they come illegally. And a lot of times, if it's illegal, then the culprit of that illegal activity is sex trafficking and human trafficking, mostly of children. You got to understand what adrenochrome is. Adrenochrome is a real thing. Adrenochrome is when these children are tortured literally to death and there's a chemical reaction that is giving off from the kidneys where the adrenal glands are hence adrenal chrome from the adrenal glands and these sick ass people drink it they drink the fluid that is brought about through fear in these children So once they've been sexually exploited and tortured to death, there's a heightened fear chemical that is known as adrenochrome, which is consumed by these cannibals. And these cannibals, unfortunately, is some of your elected officials. That's the real deal. I know you don't want to hear that, but I'm being 1000% honest and I can't turn a blind eye to that because I have a child and I wouldn't want nobody to do no harm to my child and traffic my child and don't nobody say nothing or don't nobody cause an uproar about it so you got to ask yourself as it pertains to these executive orders what the real deal is because see there's a lot that's happening on the back in the background that you're not being made aware of because you're not diving deep enough to get the information but these three executive orders 14010 14011 and 14012 is dealing with the migration they're trying to figure out a comprehensive, a comprehensive regional framework to address the causes of migration. And to me, and we're going to take it back to the top. We're going to take it back to the mundane level. Why does your government need to know the causes of migration? Why? Now, this could be used for a lot of different purposes. Now, remember... There's already an executive order by Biden as it pertains to the census. And I already explained to you that that is used for uh, the readdressing of congressional lines. Because you have to have a fair representation count of your constituents. But if we're creating a regional framework on migration are you going to penalize people for moving are you going to uh put in a clause that says you can and cannot go certain places i mean you already have that with the pandemic 
uh, executive orders that you've already signed. I mean, let's put two and two together. They already know why migration happens. Migration happens because of opportunity or lack of opportunity or oppression. If I move from Ohio to a different state that is promoting job creation and safety as it pertains to me protecting my Second Amendment right, well, damn it, I'm going to go. If I'm moving from one country to another because I am being sexually exploited or I'm living within a system where my government is not living up to the ideals that it promoted and I could be raped, I could be uh, put into uh, human trafficking, may not be sexual, but if I'm getting pimped out and, and being a drug mule or there's no safety where I'm at and I can go to another country, that's my prerogative. If I'm going to follow the rules, then by yeah, yeah, by all means, it's my prerogative. Why do you need to study that? Don't they already do that at the college level? We've already studied migrational patterns. So now that you want to put together a comprehensive framework, like what does that framework entail? We need to be highly, highly vigilant. And to wrap up this episode, I really, I, I, I strongly, I strongly am telling you, if this man is coming out with these executive orders and, and rescinding the ones that he don't like, and what is the premise of his his jurisdiction his jurisdiction is on foreign policy primarily primarily we're only dealing with three things you got to ask yourself why is he creating all of these executive orders um when a lot of these things can be addressed through your Congress. There's no need to create extra, extra uh, pieces of uh, executive orders when, when these are things that you need to be promoting constitutionally through your Congress. If it's not about foreign policy and the like, then what are you doing? What what really is you doing? Foreign policy, acting as the head of the military, suggesting new laws, appointing cabinet officials. That's what you have the right to do. But you don't have the right to make new laws. You don't have the right to do that without, you know, consulting with your Congress. Congress should be having a say in how you want to implement um, the pandemic response. They should have a right to consult with you on job creation and the future of American workers and federal workers. 
But if you're doing all of this at the stroke of the pen, then what what do you need your Congress for? If you're going to be the one that's writing all of these executive orders, then what 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 is there what is there for them to do? Got to ask yourself that. We're living in some very <laughs> peculiar times with a president who who really thinks that his pen is the end all be all and there's no there's no resolve for him. There's no there's no critique of him. You got to be careful of who you choose to give your vote to. Because that's going to be key. Now, in my next episode, I'm going to watch the outcome of this dog and pony show called an impeachment of <laughs> of Donald Trump. Uh, because legally or constitutionally, you cannot impeach a president who is no longer there. Because impeachment only happens to remove a president. How can you remove a president if he's already been removed by the voting? If you voted him out and he's gone and he's supposed to be a private citizen, how can you bring him back to an impeachment trial if he's not the president? Because technically speaking, you can only impeach a president. You can find that in section one. No. Yeah. Article one, section three, clause seven of the United States uh, Constitution. Go look it up. Article one, section three, clause seven. And it'll pull up right there for you. If this man has gone, then why are y'all trying to impeach him again? Because he's. If if we're going to play the mainstream media's logic, technically he's gone because it's after January 20th. So if he's gone after January 20th, then why are you impeaching him? Because he's no longer holding the office of the president any longer, according to y'all. But if you've acknowledged to go ahead and do this impeachment, then technically he's still your president. And that concludes this episode is it executive over uh uh is it an executive order or is it a, a executive overreach please do the due diligence that i have and make your own conclusions this podcast is to foster critical thinking it is to be here so that we can think things through on a higher level. It is here for us to analyze and observe what's really what's really going on. I don't have all the answers, but I do have the tools to help us think it through. You want to get in contact with me? Do so at 440-782-0226. Once again, 440-782-0226. And as long as you text Think It Through Podcast, then I'll know that you're a listener and I will respond to you. Um, 
Yeah. Do your due diligence. Go to the Federal Register. Look up the executive orders. See what's on the books. Go to bills.gov and see what it is that you find. Start reading the Library of Congress. See what it is that they have on the books so that you can see what's going on in real time. So that way you don't have to quote anyone. You're quoting directly what's what's in the law. You're quoting what's what's already out there. You want to find court cases that's going on? Go to PACER. Look up PACER and look up the case laws. See, see why Jeff Bezos really stepped down. Okay, and why there's going to be other CEOs that are going to continue to step down. Because these people have already gone to court. Look at Nancy Pelosi when she took off back in January. Why she had to take off. Why Adam Schiff was arrested. All you got to do is look at look at the case law. Go to PACER. Look up certain laws. Play around with these case dockets. Like I did. And you'll see what's really happening. Thank you. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in so that we can think it through. Talk to you guys soon.